Welcome to the Practice DNA Podcast, where we interview leaders in the chiropractic profession about what excites them and what has helped make their practice great. Practice DNA is brought to you by Clear Health Media, your source for automated solutions for ethical new patient generation, patient retention, and increasing your practice revenue. Visit clearhealthmedia.com. Hi, Matthew Holmes here with another episode of Practice DNA. Today we're going to break from our usual format of interviewing another chiropractor and getting their feedback because I'm just going to quickly run through a little bit about Google AdWords and AdWords advertising because that has come up a little bit recently with various practitioners that I've been speaking to and there seems quite a few misconceptions amongst chiropractors about what it can achieve and and how it works and so forth. So, uh, so let's get to it. Now, you may be familiar with Google AdWords it is basically the advertising that shows up across the top of the page when you type in a search to Google, as well as some ads that will show down the right-hand column of the page as well. Now, why would you want to be sort of considering using this type of advertising for your practice? Now, one of the real strengths about using these types of advertising materials is that Google AdWords is, is really the best place to get in front of people that are looking for your services right now. Okay, it used to be in the old days that what would happen is you would pick up the yellow pages uh, and you'd look up chiropractor or whatever the patient was particularly looking for. They'd get the phone number and they'd ring you and they were ready to take action straight away. Now, these days with the advent of the internet and so forth, we all know that yellow pages has kind of died a bit of a death. And the reason is obviously that people are now searching online. So when they go to Google and type in, you know, the name of your town and then your profession to, to look, for example, Melbourne chiropractor or something like that, they're in a what is known as a buying situation or a situation where they're ready to take action and they're ready to do something about their problem straight away. Now, the type of action that they're going to take is going to vary. It may just be that they're in the situation where they're researching and they're getting a little bit more information about the type of problem that they have or they may be actually ready to do something about it and book an appointment and come in. This is one of the beautiful things about Google AdWords is that because Google is the biggest search engine on the internet, they've got something like 70% of the market, by advertising on them, you have a very good chance of getting in front of somebody when they're really looking for your types of services. So that's why uh, Google AdWords can be particularly uh, beneficial for your practice. Now, the problem with it is, is that everybody else is jumping on the bandwagon and as a result, it's becoming more and more expensive to search on Google. Oh, sorry, bigger pardon, to advertise on Google. Now, one of the things to, to be aware of is that the way that you set up a Google AdWords account is that you pick things called keywords. And these keywords are what people are actually searching for online. So for example, they might be looking for back pain treatment, Melbourne, okay? Now, there's going to be lots of people who are potentially going to be interested in bidding on the term back pain treatment, Melbourne though, for example, there's going to be physiotherapists, osteopaths, chiropractors, acupuncturists, you know, orthopedic specialists, GPs even, a whole spectrum of people that are going to be potentially interested in bidding for that term. And as a consequence, it's going to be relatively expensive to try and advertise for that. 
Okay, one of the ways that you can get around that is that you can actually be using what is known as a long tail keyword. So you, this is where people have extra what's known as search modifiers added into it. So for example, they might be looking for the best uh, low back pain treatment, Melbourne, for example. And the fact that it's got the best on the front of it means that there's going to be fewer people searching for it, but there's correspondingly potentially going to be fewer advertisers bidding for it. And so as a consequence, you can be paying less for those particular terms. Now I'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself here, so hopefully I haven't lost you there, but let's sort of do a little bit of a detour back and, and let's talk about some of the different advertising possibilities that Google offers. The main one that we're going to talk about, first of all, is one called search advertising. And search advertising is really what I explained to you then, where somebody goes to Google search engine or one of the partners that Google has partnered with, because there's a couple of other search engines that uses Google's ads, and they might type in a search phrase like back pain treatment Melbourne. What then happens is that, like we said, those ads show up and hopefully they click on that person's ad and they go through to their website and hopefully book an appointment. Or in some situations there can be actually what's known as a call extension where you can just click it and call and go straight through to, to the person's clinic and, and hopefully book the appointment straight away. So that's really what search advertising is. It's, it's your ads that show up on the search results when somebody types in a particular key phrase or keyword into the Google search engine. Now, this differs somewhat from another uh, type of Google advertising, which is called the, the display network. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the display network in a minute. Um, but the display network is basically where uh, you advertise on other people's websites around the internet. And I won't go into too much more about that yet because we'll, we'll get back to that uh, in a minute. Now, when you're looking at the search network, what happens is, like I said before, you pick certain keywords that you want your ad to show up in. Now, the selection of those keywords is very important. You've got to make sure you're getting a good return on your investment. You want what's known as buying keywords, the pe keywords where people are ready to take action and, and book your services. Um, but at the same time, those buying keywords will tend to be more expensive, so you've got to sort of do a little bit of a trade-off. So you set out all of your keywords, and then you work out how much you're willing to pay in order to get somebody to click on that on your ad when you show up for that search result. Now what Google then does is they look at all the bids. So you know if Joe Bloggs's clinic down the road is willing to spend $5 and you're only willing to spend $4, then odds are Google's going to show their ad at $5 a click above your ad which is only willing to pay $4 a click. So as a consequence, Joe Bloggs's clinic is, is more likely to get more exposure to people and therefore more potential patients through the door. Now, it's not, however, just judged on the ad, a bigger pardon, on the amount that you're willing to spend on the ad. Google also looks at a whole uh, range of other factors which are going to determine how much you actually pay for the bid and how likely your ad is to show and, and so forth, okay? Some of the things that they look at is how high is the click-through rate for your particular ad. So if you have, uh, you know, Joe Bloggs has got his ad for his clinic and you've got your ad for your clinic, and for some reason you've happened to write a better ad that is more compelling to people, and so therefore they click on that ad more often, 
Google therefore thinks that your ad is more relevant and so they are more likely to favor your ad than Joe Bloggs's clinic. Okay, so you've got potentially two competing factors there where Google is, uh, Joe Bloggs is willing to pay $5 a click and you're only willing to pay four, but your ad's getting more click-through rate, so Google thinks that you're providing a better user experience and so they're more likely to favor you or that puts a bit of weighting back towards you. So it isn't just determined on price. Other factors that Google takes into account is the quality of the landing page that you're sending people to. Now this is one where a lot of clinics really fall down because they send everybody to their home page. So they have low back pain people going to their home page. They've got neck pain, they've got headache, they've got the sciatica people, all everybody's going to their home page. And the content on that page is so generic because it's supposed to appeal, home pages are really supposed to appeal to everybody that Google scans that, doesn't see much content on it about sciatica, for example, and therefore they give you what is known as a low quality score because they think that your landing page is not particularly relevant to where you're sending people, uh, to beg your pardon, to the people that are coming to your pages, okay, and clicking on your ads. So that's why you really have to make sure that when you're putting together a, your Google AdWords campaigns that you have specific pages that are set up in order to accommodate specific topics. So when we set up a campaign, it's very rare that we will just send people to the home page. Maybe if they were doing a location type of keyword like Melbourne chiropractor or something like that, we might send them to a home page for that. But if it was low back pain treatment Melbourne, they would go to a back pain treatment page so that therefore you get a better quality score and the higher your quality score the better your quality score the lower Google will charge you for the click that you're sending through uh, that you're bidding on on that ad okay so straight away we can see that there's a lot of factors that you need to consider in terms of where you're actually sending people what's the conversion rates going to be like the click-through rates and so forth and all these things are going to determine how much you're going to pay for your ad and this is where a lot of clinics go wrong, is that they don't put the time and the effort into getting everything right in the first place. And as a consequence, they pay a lot for their clicks because Google thinks their pages aren't particularly good, good quality. Um, and what happens is they're sending people to pages that are not relevant and as a consequence, um, their conversions are terrible. And so as a result, they end up having to pay a lot more. Okay, so those are just some of the factors and this is a little bit about how Google tries to work out how much you're going to pay and when to serve your ad and, and so forth. It's quite technical. There's a lot, lot of aspects with it that you need to be considering. Now, the other thing to look at when you're looking at a search advertising campaign is there's a whole stack of um, what are called extensions that you can add to your ad, which will increase the likelihood of you getting a conversion or getting a click through on that ad. So there's a thing called location extensions, which can um, be triggered when you have certain locations nearby to where people are searching. Um, there's a thing called a call extension, which I touched on previously uh, just a minute ago, which actually either has your telephone number on there or if they're on a mobile device, it just has a button that people can click and they can just directly call you. They don't even go to your website, they just ring you up. Um, you can have things like site link extensions and this is where you put things like your contact us page, your location page, your about us page, all this type of stuff on there as well. And these are some of the things that we always make sure that we set up for clients' campaigns. And uh, they are something which will tend, a lot of people if they're doing their own campaigns will tend to miss. And 
the real reason you want these on there is that they make your ad bigger. It ends up being that your ad occupies a bigger amount of space on the page than the other person's, and so as a consequence, you're much more likely to get the person coming through to your website from that. The other thing you need to look at is that you have to have a look at what's called the top versus side. So you've got um, two sort of blocks where you can show up when you're looking at search uh, advertising. And the first one is across the top of the page, and that is uh, what's called the top, okay? And then you have the side, which is the sidebar down the right-hand side. Now, the click-through rates on ads are considerably higher when you get in those top one to three results at the top of the page, and they drop away considerably when you end up on the side usually you want your ad to show up in those top three places because if you're on the side it, it makes it a lot more difficult to um, get conversions and so forth. Now you've got to weigh that up. Now some we've got some clients that just can't afford to spend the amount of money that would they would need to to get in those top three results in which case you know you might just have to settle for the side particularly when you're looking at things like low back pain treatments you know some of those can be like four to six dollars a click when you're looking at those and as a consequence it can rack up a big bill fairly quickly which you know some people are just not in the position to to do but if you are then you really need to make sure that you end up in that top block there so that you're going to get good results the other thing is that when you're designing your agent, and, and this is a, another way that a lot of people fall down, is that they don't put uh, what's called benefit-orientated copy into their headlines and into their descriptions on the page. You know, they, they talk about themselves, they don't talk about the benefits of the, to the potential client and how you're going to be able to help them and so forth as well. So that's something you really need to think about. And the other thing that a lot of people don't understand is that when you see the little web address on, on an ad, for example, you might be Joe's Clinic forward slash back pain treatment, that doesn't have to be the same as the URL that you're sending the patient to. So it has to be on the same domain. So it has to be still joesclinic.com forward slash something or other, but it doesn't have to be joesclinic.com forward slash low back pain treatment. So you can do what's called optimizing your display URLs also to try and improve the potential conversions that you're going to get from the ad. Because generally, the more times people see the keyword that they've searched for in the ad, the more likely they are to click on it. So that's, that's something that you really need to consider and, and take into account when, when designing your program. So that kind of gives us a bit of an overview of search advertising. And really, we've kind of just scratched the surface. It used to be possible to just kind of set up Google AdWords campaigns and, and do pretty well, but these days it's got much more complicated. I, I was at a conference uh, probably about six months ago now, and one of the leading Google AdWords people in the world was speaking there, and he was saying that Google AdWords kind of used to be like a small plane cockpit like five years ago. Um, you could kind of muddle your way through it and fly the plane yourself without killing yourself and everybody else. These days, the Google AdWords interface is like a jumbo 747 cockpit. There's dials and levers and all sorts of things that you can push and pull to go wrong. And if you don't get it right, you can cause some serious damage and cost yourself some serious money. So just be a little bit careful when you're getting in there and setting these campaigns up make sure that you do know what you're doing or if you don't know what you're doing get some professional advice because it you know it, 
at very best, yeah, you might create a good campaign, but at worst, you could cost yourself a lot of money and get very little results for it. So you've, you've really got to be careful there. Now, before I, t I touched earlier on this uh, concept of what's called display advertising. Now, as you go around the internet, you've probably noticed that on various websites, they have little ad blocks on them. You know, it might be an image ad or it might be a text ad or something like that. Odds are that those ads are what's called, uh, what part of what is called Google's display network. Okay, and Google has this whole network of sites that they have access to around the net where they can show your ads. Now, it's important to think about that this is a very different scenario from search advertising. Search advertising, like we said, is when people are directly looking for a service and they're ready to take action. In display advertising, you're showing an ad to somebody who is in the process of looking at something else, okay? So you've got to be a little bit more strategic in how you go about it. There's dozens of different ways that you can actually go about targeting different sites. There's um, what's called interest, where you can target people by interest, um, what they're interested in. Um, you can do what's called contextual advertising, so you can target certain sites that have particular topics on them. You can have placements where you look at specific sites that you might want to advertise on, like, you know, webmd.com or whatever. I don't even know if they have Google AdWords, but, you know, you might decide that they're relevant for your audience, and if they do, you want to target them. There's also uh, what's called topic targeting, which is very similar to contextual, but it's there's just some subtle variations in there. And so again, you've just got to be a little bit careful about what type of targeting you set in place so that you make sure that you get in front of the right type of people. You don't just set up a display advertising campaign and just set it loose and hope for the best because, um, you know, you'll, it just won't work particularly well. The other thing you want to look at is you want to look at... Um, image ads versus text ads. Now, you can just use the same text ads as you would in a search campaign. However, they don't tend to perform as well as if you get specific images made up. So there's extra cost involved in getting images made up and you've got to um, you know, make sure that you do some that are compelling and interesting and so forth. But it can be worth that extra effort if you're going to go down the route of, of going through the display network. So it's really important to emphasize that the different state of the buyer, like we said, in that somebody who is searching on Google for a particular topic is much more ready to take action than somebody who is on the display network. So as a consequence, your click-through rates are going to be much lower when you're on the display network than you are that they will be when you're on the search network. Now, a good sort of click-through rate on the search network is sort of 4 to 10%, okay, depending on the ad and the topic and, and so forth. On the display network, a good click-through rate can be like half a percent of people who have seen your ad. So that's, you might sort of look at the display network ads and think, oh, you know, I'm only getting half a percent of people who are seeing my ad actually bothering to click on it. And you might think that's really terrible, but that's actually not too bad. You know, if you're around 0.01% or something like that, you might want to really, you know, doubly take action. But don't sort of beat yourself up if, if, if you're not getting incredibly good click-through rates there. But it's really important that you don't mix your search and your display advertising campaigns as a result of that. 
The reason being that Google uses the click-through rate of a campaign to work out how, you're going to, how much you're going to pay. And so if you mix your search and display campaigns together, what's going to happen is it's going to push your click-through rate down and as a consequence, you're going to end up paying more for your clicks than you otherwise would do. So just be a little bit careful about that. Set up separate campaigns if you're going to do them um, and, and just sort of you know, pay attention to your metrics and look at your statistics and, and things like that. So those are the main two things that as a healthcare clinic you're probably going to be interested in when you're looking at um, advertising on Google. There is a really uh, interesting feature that Google has which is called Google remarketing or retargeting. And what happens with that is that when somebody comes to your website, you can do what's called cookie them, when you can put a little bit of code in their browser, which will track them around the internet. And it sounds a little bit creepy, this, and in some ways it kind of is. Um, but basically with, with remarketing or with retargeting, what happens is that as they then go to sites around the internet that have Google Display Network ads on them, you can use those Display Network ads uh, placements to show your ad. Okay, so the real power of this is that somebody has shown an interest in your particular um, service or topic or whatever, they've come to your website, they've decided not to take action at this point, and what can happen is you can then continue to show your ad to them in a very targeted fashion for up to two years afterwards. Okay, 18 months to two years, they keep changing the times, I'm not sure exactly what it is now, but it's a long time basically. You probably won't want to follow them around for that long because if they're not willing to take action within 30 days then you know it's probably past it so you know just be careful how you use this. But you could see that this could be very powerful. Now the real key with this is that you cannot use Google advertising for medical related conditions though, for healthcare related conditions. So you will find that there will be advertising agencies that will recommend to you that you use retargeting for your clinic. And I would strongly advise you not to do that because you will be in direct contravention of Google's terms of service and you have the potential of getting your, ads, uh, your ad um, account banned within Google. Probably won't happen the first time. They'll give you a warning, tell you off and so on. But you do it repeatedly, you could end up getting yourself banned. Now there are advertising agencies who aren't particularly familiar with Google's terms of service who are promoting this for healthcare clinics or they are familiar with it and they just don't have particularly good ethics and they're promoting it as well and who knows but um, you know just be very careful if you are speaking to somebody and you're running this you're doing it for health related uh, topics don't be tempted to run a remarketing campaign for that. If you're selling supplements, you may well be able to do them for things like that. You'd have to look at the specifics, um, but not for your particular clinic. Okay. There's also other factors that you need to look at when you're looking at uh, Google AdWords. You can do things like adjusting for mobile bids. So if somebody's coming to your, uh, sorry, searching for your particular um, keyword on a mobile phone, you can either bid more or bid less or whatever. You can do location targeting for that as well. So if they're within five kilometers of your clinic, you might want to bid, bid a little bit more in order to get those people in. 
than say somebody who's 25 kilometers away, for example. So you can bid according to location, you can bid according to the device that you, they're using like mobile phones. You can adjust your bids for time of day and the day itself. So you might want to not have any ads running at all on a Sunday because you know your clinic isn't manned and you're not prepared to take calls or whatever. There's all sorts of factors that you consider with that. So that's something else you need to look at. Now, the last thing that we're got sort of going to really run through today is not directly related to Google AdWords at all. I touched on it previously in terms of talking about the landing pages and the, the importance of having good copy on the landing page for improving your quality score. However, it's also very important that you send people to an optimized landing page so that you're not wasting your money when it comes to Google AdWords. Basically, like I said before, don't send them just to your homepage unless you're just doing a location-based advertising campaign where you're just talking about people finding out about your practice in particular. You should be sending people to targeted landing pages that are much more likely to convert. The reason being that if somebody is searching for low back pain treatment and you just send them to a generic page, there's a real disconnect there for the user. They're not going to say, well, oh, hang on, you know, they've got to think about what they're trying to do. And when you're talking about the internet, you don't really want to make people think. One of the reasons is that you've only got between half a second and five seconds to convince somebody to stay on your website. They call it the blink test because it basically takes about as long as somebody takes to blink. If they haven't decided that your page is relevant within that period of time, then they're going to hit the back button and you're going to have paid for a click for nothing and you're going to lose a potential patient. Okay, so really, really, really make sure that your landing pages are of a very high quality if you're going to start running Google AdWords campaigns to them. So that means things like benefit-orientated headlines, clear calls to action, very easy, stuff on there to read, very user-friendly, not a cluttered design, it's got to be contemporary, attractive, something that's going to improve the conversions that you get. I would also recommend to you that you do what's called split testing, which enables you to test different variations of a landing page to see which one converts better. The reason you want to do this is that you may find that you get a you know, 10, 20% increase in conversion rates on one page versus another. And so as a consequence, the amount of money that you're spending to get a conversion, i.e. for 10 clicks, you might only get two people that convert into patients from one landing page, whereas from 10 clicks, you might get four people that convert into clicks from the other landing page. You've still paid for 10 clicks, but in one situation you've got four patients out of it, in the other situation you've got two patients out of it. And if, say, it's $5 a click, that's cost you 50 bucks to get two patients, whereas if, it's, you've, the, uh, if you're using the other page, it's cost you $50 to get four patients. So you can see that very quickly you can improve your return on investment, and as a consequence you're going to get much better results from your ad spend. So just make sure that you spend some time looking at those landing pages, trying to make sure that they're good, optimizing them through split testing and so forth so that you're going to get the best results from your ad spend. 
Now, like I said, we do run Google AdWords campaigns for people as well as Facebook and a whole host of other types of advertising campaigns. So if you are looking for um, some help with Google AdWords, by all means, pop along to clearhealthmedia.com, schedule a strategy session with us. We can talk about all aspects of your digital marketing, including that. If you're currently running um, Google AdWords campaigns and you're not sure whether you could be doing better than you are and you'd like us to take a look at that campaign for you, just again, schedule one of those sessions. We'll get your login details off you. We'll pop into your account, just have a look through, do a little bit of an audit, come back to you with some recommendations and say, look, either you're doing great, we don't think we can do anything better for you, or this is how you could improve it. You know, And if you want us to help you with that, we can, or if you wanna go away and get somebody else to do it, that's up to you, that's fine as well. So again, pop along to clearhealthmedia.com and just click on the strategy session link and we'd be very happy to have a chat to you. Hope you found that interesting. By all means, uh, leave some comments uh, below. Otherwise, we'll see you next time. We've got a really interesting interview lined up on our next episode, so we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit practicedna.com and sign up to receive transcripts of the episodes and other subscriber-only resources. This has been a production by Clear Health Media.